This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you'd like more information about today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or Spotify. During the last year, when many people have been working from home, reducing their trips out and about, and helping their children and grandchildren adapt to virtual learning, guess what? Time has become a funny thing. Hours and days have for some blended together. But you know who's been taking a very good look at that and looking closely at the calendar? The IRS. During today's show, we're going to discuss some potential tax breaks for two important groups of people, those in their 50s and 60s, and the self-employed. Let's start by looking at some potential tax breaks for folks in their 50s and 60s. A recent U.S. News and World Report article, 10 Tax Breaks for People over 50 has some real terrific information. While your 50s and 60s may mean you are moving a little slower than you were in your 20s, the good news is there are some very real financial advantages to being in that bracket. As the article notes, once you turn 50, and especially when you hit 65, you may get a larger standard deduction and you may potentially earn more before you even have to file a tax return. Additionally, if you're older than 50, you may be able to defer taxes or perhaps avoid them altogether. And the money you're using for retirement and health savings accounts. Who doesn't like the sound of bigger deductions? The same article explains that as long as you don't itemize what you are deducting, you can itemize a larger standard deduction if you or your spouse is 65 or older. The current standard deduction for seniors is $1,650 more than the deduction for people younger than 65 who file as an individual. Married couples can bump their standard deduction by $1,300 if one spouse is at least 65 and $2,600 if both spouses are at least 65. I mentioned a larger filing threshold a moment ago, so let's address that now. Those who are 65 or older can have a gross income of as much as $14,050 before they have to file a tax return for 2020. 
That's $1,650 more than younger workers. For married couples, the threshold is $27,500 if both spouses are 65 or older, or it's $26,100 if at least one of the spouses is 65 or older. You should note, however, that even if you are below the filing requirement, you may still want to file a tax return so that you can qualify for any potential tax credits or refunds of withheld income taxes. Another place folks who are 65 and older may find some relief is property taxes. First, be sure that you note that property tax regulations differ considerably depending on your state and municipality. But in some locations, people older than a certain age and who earn below a defined threshold may be able to take advantage of property and school tax relief. Be sure to carefully research the property and school tax district taxes in your community to make sure you're taking advantage of all of the potential tax breaks. It may mean you have to fill out some extra paperwork but it'll be worth it if you can save a few bucks on your taxes. We've talked a lot about tax breaks for people who are 65 or older, but there are also some potential tax strategies for people younger than that. An example provided by the article states that once you turn 50, you can funnel an extra $1,000 into an IRA. For a total of $7,000 in 2020. Additionally, a worker in their 50s who's in a 24% tax bracket and who maxes out an IRA would save $1,680 on the current tax bill. 401k catch ups also begin at 50. Workers who are 50 or older can defer income taxes on an additional $6,500 in their 401k than the younger workers. A worker who's 50 or older who's in a 24% tax bracket who maxes out their 401k may save $6,240 on their current taxes and that is $1,560 more than the younger worker in the same tax bracket could save. Remember, taxes on 401ks aren't due until you begin taking withdrawals. Now, let's shine a light on potential tax breaks for the self-employed. In an Investopedia article, 15 tax deductions and benefits for the self-employed has some outstanding information. For example, if you're self-employed, your internet and phone bills are a good place to start. Whether or not you claim your home office on your deductions, you may claim the business portion of your phone and internet costs. You just want to make sure that you're only deducting the portion directly related to your business. 
Health insurance is another substantial area that the self-employed should be aware of in covering the cost of health insurance premiums. And you don't qualify for a plan through your spouse's employer. You can deduct all of your health, dental, and qualified long-term care insurance premiums. Additionally, you can deduct the premiums you paid for your spouse, dependents, and children who were 27 or younger at the end of the year, even if you don't claim them as dependents on your taxes. You can also deduct meals when you're traveling for business or for business conferences or entertaining clients. But don't forget that the meal can't be overly extravagant. And previously, you could deduct 50% of the meal's cost if you kept receipts or 50% of the standard meal allowance if you have a record of the time, place, and the business purpose of the meal. However, that rule was amended in the, now this is a mouthful, Consolidated Appropriations Act 2021 H.R. 133. Temporary allowance for full deductions for business meals. This temporary rule expires at the end of 2022 and allows for 100% deduction of meals as long as they are served in a restaurant. I think the next critical subject is travel. Simply put, to qualify for a tax deduction, your business travel must be longer than one ordinary workday and must include sleep or rest and take place outside of the area of your tax home, which is generally considered the city where your business is located. Additionally, to qualify as a business trip, you need to have a specific purpose scheduled before you leave home, and during the trip, you must engage in real business activity. Business activity includes cultivating new clients and customers, meeting with clients, and learning new skills that directly benefit your business. As the article notes, Handing out business cards during your friend's Las Vegas bachelor party doesn't make a trip a tax-deductible business expense. If you're going to use your own car for these purposes, your costs for those drives are tax-deductible. This is another place where tidy record-keeping is going to be really important because you'll want to track the date, mileage, and reason for each trip it's important not to claim personal trips as business trips. The easiest step to calculate deductions using the standard mileage rate that's provided by the IRS. The standard deduction rate is 57.5% per mile for 2020 and $0.06 cents per mile for 2021. Simply write down the miles you've driven and then multiply them by the standard rate. Your total is deductible. If you've enjoyed our show today, visit us at retiredpeacepodcast.com and click on our radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcast, Google Play, or Spotify. 
And finally, if you want more information about today's show, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Genroy. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit them online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed on the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.